where you can go from human to dolphin to woman to dinosaur to grasshopper to egg stain whatever <laughs> um, you repeat the exact same life and over and over oh, Groundhog Day the movie Groundhog Day recurrence is Groundhog Day and that you can't apparently you can't really change anything all you can do is look at it differently um, it hit me really hard when I was in the hospital about, uh, God, I guess it was 17, 18 years ago. And I was in the hospital for uh, a type of pneumonia called Mac pneumonia, um, almost <laughs> at the end of my rope and uh, very painful. And so I, uh, I just called um, blood out of the blue. But anyway, so Claude says to me, he says, uh, I said to him, so this recurrence thing, like, you mean, I got to go through this again, right? And all the other hospitalizations I went through and all the shit in my life and all the pain and all the suffering, and I got to do this again? He said, well, it's like this. You, you get a, a plate with a steak on it, some potatoes and some peas. And then next time you might get the steak and the potatoes and some carrots. <laughs> so I, I couldn't really derive anything from that. It just kind of made me more confused with his <laughs> cryptic, riddly ways of saying things, as to me, Claude quite often does. So I don't know if I've, I've learned much since. I mean, the idea, yeah, you can look at things differently. And I'm trying to do that a lot in my life, just trying to like, I guess, just be more aware, be more conscious of everything that's going on. And when I'm, you know, since I've learned that when I am in one of these real suffering situations, um, I try to use the energy in that to um, give me the power to, to look at the situation differently. And hopefully something might change out of that. What would change? Something. <laughs> the pain will change to less pain. So, or... so if, the, if the event doesn't change, except you trade peas for carrots, maybe, maybe you have a Diet Coke instead of like a real Coke. Right? That's what changes. So then, so if you hope something changes, but the only, the, uh, the, the small things of peas for carrots or Diet Coke for real Coke, what else can change? Yeah, is, I mean, do you think it's that, that petty of a change? Like literally a, a Coke for a Diet Coke or, yeah. or uh, a heart attack for toothache? <laughs> no, no, the, you're always going to have the heart attack. <laughs> so nothing really changes then so so what's with all these blessing tokens and stuff like that if nothing's going to change what's the blessing token going to do 
Small increments. <laughs> no, I think what your question hits at the core of something, Hans, that I live with, that contradiction. All right, new topic. No, no, no. The, the contradiction is terrific, right? So here we are trying to change ourselves. And what do we want to change? Or what, what, what can be changed? Or what's a waste of time to change, right? Yeah, there you go. Where do you, waste, where do you put your energy? Yeah, so, so for example, your... some of us would say, well, I'd like to be nicer. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't have... It doesn't resonate with you, Fred. <laughs> no, it doesn't resonate with me. It, I mean, it does, but it's not... It does. I, that, if to say it doesn't resonate with me would be just funny storytelling right but it's not that it's not that high, it's not high up on the list i hope it's a result of something more important changing right so if i just aimed for the like to me superficiality of wanting people to like me right and being well behaved kind of an empty exercise in a sense yeah it is if if that happens because i was aiming for something higher and unreachable seems and that was a side effect then i'm all for it so i i think we also need to distinguish between um and may, maybe that's what we're doing what can change and what can't change what is inevitable for instance um the sun rises, the sun sets, but within that period, I mean, there are seemingly, it seems like there are actions we can take. Like I could, oh, today I'm gonna go for a walk on the beach. Oh, I'm gonna go skiing. So is, d does that actually change anything? So what I'm saying is, is that the, is that the change we're looking for or? You mean the difference? So I want to, I want to, I want to yeah. make sure I'm following you. So the difference between walking on the beach and what? Skiing. Skiing. Yeah. Uh, as an, or mountain climbing or cleaning. Or just the, sit, sitting in a chair and binge watching TV shows. Yeah. Cleaning the toilet, you know. Are, the, are those, um, I think the idea we're talking about, recurrences within those, we've heard, I've heard the, the always the same day, always the same room. Um, that's, um, you know, what, because when, when you look at it, there, there's two different uh, things I come up with. <laughs> Or I've, I've seen, and one is, you can't change what is. How can something that is become something else? And then in, in the Taoist tradition, it's change is the only thing that's constant. <laughs> so <laughs> That's quite the riddle. Yeah. So well, go ahead, Jesse, continue, please. So, um, so I, the, uh, and then you come to the, 
your reaction to what's happening. You can you can have a choice about how you're gonna behave or act in, in a certain way. Like I mean, the mailman's just been here. Another fucking bill. Or it could be oh another bill. I'll look at it later. You know, it, it's it's. But we, th there seems to be some sort of structure or matrix where we 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 can't. I I shouldn't say we can't, but we have difficulty moving through. So our uh, our habits or typicalities make us ah uh, the fucking bills again. Oh my, and then from there I can go into a whole rant about the unfairness of the system and, <laughs> and, and then I'm sort of in that. You're always space. bleeding the little people, Jazzy, always. <laughs> yeah. Good. Well, it said that, I mean, how do we even know if we're living a life of recurrence? Well, I, I've been told that if you're attracted to a school like EJ's, then you're attracted to, you're, you're living a life of recurrence or you're attracted to a life of recurrence. Um, and that your whole life is laid out, laid out on tape. Like before we spawn in, We've, we've laid it all out. We've mm -hmm. set it all up. And then, bang, we jump onto it and start watching it, living it. Yep. You've watched, I've, I've watched that, those tapes many times, Hans Mack, <laughs> the ones you're referring to. I forgot about those. No, they're terrific. Absolutely. They? The recurrence talks. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Jasmine always saying that uh, he would see EJ smoking. Mm -hmm. cigarette and no smoke would come out of his mouth that's because the the recording well that's conspiracy theory shit, but um but uh yeah just bad tape right and, and remember the recurrence talk talks happened right after something called the porch discussion the what discussion the porch discussion porch right yeah yeah so it started up outside on on the porch <laughs> and then it headed inside, and so the um, I I've heard EJ talk about this certain stations. There are certain stations or nodes which are going to happen, and so from this node to that node, you can go this way, or you can go this way, or you can go this way, but that node or station is gonna happen. Whichever way you, um, whichever way you get through it. And, um, you know, and then I sort of, there are things which can happen in between, but we're gonna die. <laughs> sooner sooner that's, or later. That's a definite node, eh? Yeah, I'm sure that's a pretty definite node. Well. Final node. <laughs> <laughs> of many nodes <laughs> yeah I, I um 
often tell my girlfriend Nicole, like um, she'll say, "Well, you know, I kind of be scared to go do that, or this could happen." And I would say, "Well, it's it's already on tape. So even if you go to the moon, it's going to happen." <laughs> mhm. Mm right on. So yeah, the only thing I know is is that um, the only thing that that um, I have to hang on to is that. Um, observation with uh, attention and awareness and then something can apparently begin to change that's how I understand it mm -hmm. I don't know how you guys see it or yeah I, mean, I, I, I otherwise why are we doing this or so we don't no, even no, have to do no. anything no. right it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a riddle as you've said much of what we're shown is a riddle to me Right. I'll say we, we've pointed out a couple already. Right. <laughs> so so the way the one of the ways. Um, like you said, just to, to, to like check mark next to you that I, I have a similar attitude, like when I lived in Chicago in a, in a not great neighborhood, I I never locked my doors. Right. I didn't lock my doors in the city because I said stupidly or brilliantly or just readily. <laughs> If I'm going to be robbed, I'm always going to be robbed. This It's just an event that I'm going to have to go through. So this time through, I'm going to leave my door open so I don't have to have a broken door on also on the list of things to fix. That's smart. <laughs> that, was, that would be a silly way to express what I think you said, Hans Mack. Um, another way is... is I would like to address a little bit about how I see the change. And it's really what, what Jazzy was saying. And I think maybe you, you as well, Hans Mack. And that as Jazzy was talking about how he could change his attitude toward the bills that he receives in the mail most every day, that's the change, not the event of the bill. It's not changing the event, the physical event of you getting a bill in the mail. It's the ability to, to go through that moment, as you said, with awareness, attention, presence, whichever words work for you, right? With a holiness, if that's a good word, right? That you go, oh, the bills, right? And your attitude can change. Hey, a $500 bill, right on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it's just how it's, you know, it's just the way we look at what's happening that can change. I don't think the event itself can be changed. Not much anyway. To what purpose? To what how purpose? Long, how long does this go on for? And to, oh, I mean, when is when do you get a new body and you get to do the reincarnation gig? A new recurrence. <laughs> yeah, when you get a new, a new, a new lesson to learn. It's over and over and over again. The reason we're reviewing the tape is because we missed something or we didn't fully understand it or we, we need to go. We're reviewing the tape. If you go back and look at the recurrence talk, what, what stuck with me is that we're already dead. Yeah, it's already we're already dead. And all but we're doing now is living life last, backwards, right? Is we're living life backwards and going over things. We're rescanning and replaying the tape, right? To, to to speak another way, so we're already dead and we're just reliving it, right? And going, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or 
we're actually not where we really are. We're actually on our deathbed, taking our last breath. And within that last breath, we're just scanning or looking at everything that's, that's happened. And it's, it's, and when, when the, when the bills come, when the bills come, (laughs) it actually, to me, it creates a reaction in my body, right? It's like, and then it sets off a whole bunch of things unless I catch it and I'm, I'm not going to react to it. And that's where the observation and awareness. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times we don't even know we do that. We're not there. We're not at home when we have that eruption. Right. So if we, if, if we're actually, so that eruption can take place and we, we missed it. Right. We were just, weren't there really. It just took place. Lightning speed. eh? Yeah. Just gone. And then you're in a grumpy mood and and you, you say, no, I'm not in a grumpy mood. (laughs) <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm not angry. Come on. I'm perfectly fine. But all that, right? So or or you could be like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? I got a fucking bill. I got a bill. <laughs> Why can't I be grumpy, right? The the thing justifies itself. Mm-hmm. You mean like so per- deliberately act angry and grumpy? Sure, that's a method. You, you could, you could. That's one. Me- that's one method to get a handle on it. To do it voluntarily. That would be a change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's real comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another way to see it, I don't know if this works for the for the three of you, but I used to explain it this way to my my students at the art school. So you put in a movie and you don't know, you just rent something or stream something or in the old days you would go to the theater and sit there, right? You would go through the movie Ups and downs, sideways, you know, you, it would provoke emotions, feelings, thoughts in you, whatever, pro- provocations all over the place, right? And you can ride that story arc up and down, up and down, up and down, and then leave the theater with, a, with a whatever feeling the film intended you to have. Good? That's your life. It's already written. It's already on tape. If you're watching an old VHS tape, for instance, and you're watching it absorbed in the drama that attracts your attention and you even forget you're in your body because you're really in the movie. And then the movie's over and you wake up and you're like, oh yeah, it's 11 o'clock, we should go. That was a movie. (laughs) Yeah, so, so the idea was like, it's already written your emotions and your responses and your whatever it is you re- react to is your business. But the movie doesn't change. It, it, it's your business. How you Wait, react is, is on you. Right. Yeah, right, right. Because the movie, you can't say, well, you know, change that part. I didn't like, no, it's already written. It's already done. 
play when I'm playing a practicing, so to speak. That was another topic. Practice, uh, which is recurring. It's every day. Feel like doing the same thing every over. And over. But I do feel like every once in a while I have the, like maybe a moment that's not always there. I can think about it, but it's not always there. Where I'm sort of trying to catch up where I already am. And in a way that relates to what you're saying, this 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 uh, movie thing, like like or you're dead, you're on your deathbed kind of a thing. It's like you're already there, and then it's maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe you're trying to hone your skills or something like that. I, I, yeah, something like that. Yeah, trying to catch up to where trying you to, already are. Yeah, it reminds me of um, that saying: um, "You've already done this before." It's it's it can be a cakewalk. Yeah. Don't hassle it. Deja vu. Deja yeah. vu. <laughs> so then how do we work in another thing we've been told um by by Mr. Gold many times? Well, you know, we were all we were we were in Deadwood in the 1880s. The group was in Deadwood. We were in the Wild West. Don't you remember? I, I do, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like the TV show, Deadwood? Yeah, yeah, that place. Lead. Yeah. Lead, um, uh, South Dakota. We were there. It's funny. Or, EJ was saying today, um, talking about a cowpoke. Is a cowpoke like a cowboy? Yeah. Yeah, lower that, yeah that mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't like hollywood's depiction and a lot of these guys were just like book readers <laughs> and like yeah. to avoid the okay corral right on yeah yeah i was when i was there for a while back in a few years ago he he told elaine and i that that uh don't you remember fred we you used to work right you used to work with me at the psychedelic supermarket don't you remember <laughs> and that overlaps with this lifetime yeah i was just gonna say that well well then we get into the the <laughs> speculation and science fiction because maybe there's a part of you which is fred which was actually somewhere else and then it came into fred's body Um, or, or I just yeah, I just leave those open ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or I just made the whole thing up to make the to enrich our discussion. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe all the particles everywhere are, are all you know just in this little space, and everybody is experiencing everything all the time and we're just not aware of it it's it's mm -hmm. i i love the movie analogy because the movie and then and then you go watch the same movie again and you'll see different things you'll see oh i don't even remember that part mm -hmm. um similar to like yeah. when, when you're driving sometimes you're just Holy, 
I just drove and I, I wasn't, I can't even remember how I got here. And it's uh, the, to me, we're given a chance to go back through this life and somehow extract the richness of, of, of the whole uh, human experience yeah. in, in all its uh, ups and downs and glories and yeah. Can I double down on your movie thing? Give you another thing? Yeah, think please. About? So when you say watch the movie the second time, terrific, right? What if you watched the movie, as I would do I, and taught my, my students to do, watch the movie like a filmmaker watches a movie. Don't watch it like an audience member. Yeah. Any one of us that do art or music or whatever it is we do, um, build furniture, whatever, right? I bet Hans, Hans Vanderhill, you don't look at furniture like a customer of furniture. You look at furniture like a craftsman of furniture. You're looking at things that the person who's, you know, either with great knowledge buying or just sort of whimsically buying, you know what you're looking at. And you, just as when I would watch a film, I was watching what the filmmaker did not watching the plot. My attention was elsewhere. That's how I watch movies, basically. Mostly. I go in and out, you know, from different viewpoints or different locations of observation. Music, too, you know, and, and furniture. Did I use... I don't know. I forgot how to make furniture, actually. <laughs> that happens, <laughs> too. To look at it anymore, you know. <laughs> I don't have any of my own furniture because so I know that I didn't. I don't know. I'm not sure if I did that. I have a piece of Hans's, so I don't know. That's a perfect example. To to most people, a chair is just a chair, but to somebody who builds the the furniture, a chair is like it could have four legs, it could have three legs, it could have a back. Maybe I start with the base where you're going to sit first, then attach the legs. Maybe I start with the legs, what sort of legs. And the whole thing just opens up. So how do you watch your life? So if we can say a, a filmmaker, you know, might watch a film as a filmmaker would watch a film or a, a book. When a when author reads a book, they're reading it in a very different way than a than a reader. Uh, you know, somebody who's who's just taken it in reads a book, right? They're not really sure how it how it works. They just experience it. So, what is the perspective of living your life then? What is that perspective that you say? Oh, yeah, I'm looking at my life on my deathbed from a filmmaker standpoint, let's say, a storyteller standpoint. An actor's standpoint. Yeah, sure. In the role. Uh, (laughs) You know, I I sort of like can be a little, uh, yeah, there's there's a bill. But if I was like really studying it, that fucking bill. Or better said, let's watch Jaswan freak out right now. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is the part he always hey whoever you're with you elbow them he always does this 
Always. <laughs> Always. <laughs> but, you know, going back to the chair, this tie, this will tie in to the chair and, and building furniture and, and, um, and then also like the school of reductionism, which I think was introduced by uh, Mr. Gold. Right? At one point? Mm -hmm. Long time Absolutely. ago. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so I, one of the first things that I made um, for, that I made, um, not the very first things, uh, but one of the things that I made was not a chair, but a bench. So it relates to a chair. But I reduced it to as few elements as I possibly could, you know. And um, so it, and it, was a, it was a success in a way, commercially a success. You know, I sold a lot of them, a bench. And I, I thought, well, I can do this with three parts. You know, I can make a chair for, out of three, three parts, you know. And, um, and so that was a big, I forget how I was going to tie this in, actually. But it sort of just ties in, just the story itself ties it into the subject, I guess, you know. Um, Reduction, reducing elements, watching a film as a filmmaker and bringing, breaking it down into the elements of what do you have? Actors acting, the mm -hmm. camera. Or, or just for that, very young kids, you can just simply, I would, I, with my middle school or grammar school kids, I'll stop Harry Potter, let's say. Just stop it, right? And say, where's the camera? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. What are they using for light, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, where, where's the camera? Where's the camera? And then, then, then by asking that question, their perspective shifts from being a viewer to being what we used to call an active viewer. It activates something. Mm -hmm. And then going back to your response to that bill that you received, <laughs> you know, you can, break it, you can break that response down as a, it's a small film, it's a short yeah, <laughs> and and you can sit back and go. Now, when did he raise his voice in his hand? Was that That's at right. the same time? Was that at the same time? Did he do you know? And when did he knock that lamp over? <laughs> and then you could you could also take it back from where did that paper come from that the bill has been? You could trace the journey of the paper, the bill, the postman. The guy saying, ha, ha, this guy's going to get a nice big bill. I'm going to make more money, you know. <laughs> and it's it's a whole um, enormity of the energy of the whole thing, of the whole reason for living is to get that, that bill to me. I, I wrote a song once. My neighbor shot the postman right between the lines. <laughs> Because of a letter that he had received. And, you know, and so there's that the, the interrelatedness of everything, right? Letter came from a tree, you know. How old was that tree, you know? What part of the world was it growing in? Who cut that tree down? But you didn't shoot the deputy. He <laughs> <laughs> died, died of a heart attack on the way to the scene. <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys what you remembered about in the recurrence talks um, about um, cutting a real strong, deep groove. The danger of, of, of uh, I don't know, staying on one track for too long or 
this thing about cutting a really deep groove. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We have an episode about that called Ruts. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, I was going to say, uh, there's a song, Killing Floor. Yeah. If you, uh, the, the, I know there was a tabletop demonstration that Claude talked about. I, I, I've done it, I've done it in different times, but if you take a pencil and you take a piece of paper and you start writing and using the pencil and you keep in the same groove, you keep, keep, keep going and it becomes harder to, if you, if you think of it as going from point A to point B, if you keep going in the same line and you're digging and you're digging, you know, the groove gets more and more. So it gets harder to get out of the, that groove because it's, 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 it's like a valley. <laughs> and, and, and the way that the, the, the biggest clue to trying to get out of that was like you're, you're, it's like you're swimming and you're trying to swim to the sides to get out of the groove. But if you try and swim, you just don't have the energy because the water's rushing so fast. But if you go at a diagonal, you, you have enough strength that eventually you'll get to the shore and you can get out of the pool.